What's up, people, and welcome to another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey, I'm laughing because I'm looking at this. Jesus Christ. You can't see it. I can't even look at the camera because I'm just looking at this. Okay, then let's <laughs> let's let's see if we can fix it. <laughs> I'm not trying to be a pain in the ass. It's a lot. All right. Take two. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's up, people? And welcome to another episode of the Feelings First Facts of the Podcast. But you already know who we are because we just said it. <laughs> and uh, this this episode is going to primarily be about rule number seven of the eight rules of love by Jay Shetty. We are almost home. We just have one more rule after that, plus two bonus rules that uh, have been added <laughs> okay. by myself to this right. rule book, which I think is important that we highlight okay. that creativity. And, and <laughs> I think that it can really bring good balance oh, to um, relationships. Jesus. But, okay. but, but, but before we get serious and we start talking about rule number seven, I, I want to let the people know that I had a, um, I had a bit of a uh, eye opening experience yesterday. On a previous episode, I asked the question, is it me or is it the world? Uh-oh. Right? And you got an answer. And, <laughs> Someone had a response I for you. Think, I, think, <laughs> I think the world... Oh, the world had a response. Well, it, the world's telling me that it might be more you. Like, I, I'm just becoming just an old grumpy... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Kind I of said guy. what I said. That's... that's, that's that's funny because that's some what of the I nonsense. said. <laughs> well, you know what? You're, you're, you're not, you know... Okay, yeah. You don't believe nothing I say until a white person tells you. That's so not what? true. Oh, it's not. That's okay. not true. All right. Good. I'm I'm glad you're going to lie to all these people that are listening. <laughs> but the other day, I was trying, trying to enjoy my time, the small window of time that I get throughout each day to spend alone time with myself. Okay. The majority of my work day, I'm spending in front of another person. Right. Sometimes with multiple people because mm-hmm. there are multiple people in the homes and they want to watch or I'm at a facility and yada, yada, yada. But I do find pockets of times to sit down and enjoy lunch. And I'm usually doing it at like a Publix parking lot and a Walmart parking lot, primarily because I'm, I'm picking up lunch there. Mm-hmm. and or, or if I'm packing lunch, I'm at least getting yogurt. Because I don't want my yogurt to, you know, whatever. So yeah. I, I'll just end up getting yogurt or something there or something to drink or I went to the restroom. But um, as I'm enjoying my personal time, I get a knock on the window. So now I'm already agitated. I'm already agitated because there's something about people that don't care about people's space mm-hmm. that drives me crazy. Yeah, because before I hear anything you have to say, before you before you open up your mouth, you've already told me that what you have going on in your world is more important than what's going on mm-hmm. in my world. You don't know what the hell I'm going through. You don't know. Right. And I just because you're there doesn't mean you're there. Right. <laughs> for them. And I'm eating. So right. even if you did look in the car, which is crazy, by the way, what? Looking into someone's car. It's crazy to knock on someone's window. Well, it's crazier. Just even looking in someone's car. So, of course, now now I have to, you know, finish chewing and I have to stop listening to the podcast I was listening to. So I had to fumble through the, 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 Jesus little, the little computer on the car that, you know, and, and they why? Why is it that these automobiles, the stereos, 
how come they're well they're clearly running androids but how come they don't run fast enough yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like you would think it should be seamless. Like mm-hmm. you, and, and maybe I'm just talking about how broke I am, but I, but I, I have a, a newer vehicle. But why is it that you can't press a button and it automatically goes mm-hmm. to what you want to do? So right. to like, you got to tap the screen it's and you got to wait yeah. a second. Yeah. You got to hit the pause button. Yada yada yada. So I go through all that. I roll down the window just just enough to where you know we can we can make eye contact. I don't want to roll down all the way because you you might be trying to stick me up. I don't, I don't know what the hell, I don't know what the hell's going on. So he says, uh, the classic line, hey, do you want to know the truth or do you want to know the secret? You know, whatever, whatever the, the, those Jay Wits say, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and so he tries to hand me a pamphlet, right? And I told him, I, I don't need more trash. That's what I told him. I don't need more trash. He says, excuse me? I said, I, I don't need any more trash. Sir, this isn't trash. As soon as it, as it crosses the threshold of this <laughs> yeah. window, mm-hmm. it's trash. To you, it's paper full of words that matter. When it gets in this vehicle, it's trash. I don't need it. it I don't need it. Roll the window back up. And he's looking at me crazy because I'm guessing most of his interactions look like people just take Even his little pamphlet. Take it. Yeah, he and might, it's he gonna might get end some up words in the trash, off. but I, I don't they don't it. say it. And you know what? You know what? It's because even though I'm not a religious man, I feel guilty throwing away religious paraphernalia. Right? I get it. So if someone has me like a little Bible, I never throw it away. I'll just put it on like a windowsill or something. And maybe someone else will get it. Like I feel like throwing it in the trash is somehow just, <laughs> you know, further by my ticket to hell. <laughs> you know, so you giving me this pamphlet talking about the truth and yada, 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 and all this other shit. I, I don't want to hear it. And I, and I definitely don't want to join your cult. I don't want to hear more about your cult. I don't, I don't want I don't, I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want anything to do with a religion that doesn't celebrate any holidays. Like, what fun is that? <laughs> yeah. I'm life is hard life. enough. Life yeah. is hard enough. We, yeah. we can at least enjoy right. a couple days yeah. out of the year, even if you don't believe in the holiday right. just being around people on, right. on a day that we all agree is a day that we're going to be around people that we love and be and nice we be, and, and yeah, nice enjoy each do. other yeah right they don't even celebrate fourth of july <laughs> which is crazy and i say that because this that's not even like a religious yeah, holiday right that's a celebration of this great country that you that, live in that you get to walk around and hand out your pamphlets this, and, yeah. and not just that that your your religion or your religion was created in. Mm-hmm. It was created what in the, in like eighteen seventies or something yeah. like that by some twenty year old in Pittsburgh. Oh, I didn't who, know that. Who was challenging Christianity, if I remember correctly? Who was challenging Christianity after he spent a little period a period of time being like a, a atheist or an agnostic or something like that, and then founded started whatever you want to call it okay this religion and it's just been going strong apparently yeah. since then yeah because they're listen, dedicated listen there's not for nothing <clears throat> not for nothing it takes it takes uh, a lot of convincing to get someone out in a hot ass florida sun mm-hmm. dress nice mm-hmm. knocking on windows bothering people and today too Maybe years ago, 
it would have looked different or people might have been nicer and more receptive. Doing that today is crazier than ever, I think. And why is that? Just the way people are today. Oh, just people like people yeah, Aggie, like yeah, myself. Yeah. <laughs> just, just tired of tired yeah, of Yeah, knocking on people's doors. People don't even uh, know their neighbors, let alone having strangers knocking was, on their door. He he ruined my little my little time. Cause then a- after after I dismissed him, I'm thinking in my head, you know, it's just God damn, like no one no one cares about other people in their time. Just like the other day, I was on the phone with you walking through Walmart grabbing just a handful of groceries for lunch or whatever. And as I'm walking to the checkout lane, some AT&T or some satellite dish, whatever it is, mm-hmm. I want to say they're one in the same now, right? Direct, Direct TV, TV and AT&T. I think so, yeah. Right, right. Sales rep stops and says, hey, do you have a minute? I'm on the phone. <laughs> I'm on the phone talking to you. So first of all, to, to even think that I come here to talk about AT&T or DirecTV and Walmart is crazy. I know where to find you, fucks. I dial 611 <laughs> on my phone. I know where to find you, fucks. If I, if I want anything from you, it's not that hard to find you. But not only are you interrupting me here in a place that I'm not looking for that, mm-hmm. but you do it when I'm on the phone. Yeah. And you make eye contact with me. You see, I'm on the phone. I'm not on some fly Puerto Rican Bluetooth headset where you can't see it. You know what I'm saying? Because a little white sticks hanging out the other side of the ear. I, I'm brick to ear, old school. You're so disrespectful. Speaking to you in mid conversation. Yeah, I heard. I heard it happen. But that's but that's the world we live in. And now that's so. I, well, stuff me, like that doesn't happen to me. And you know what? I wish it didn't happen to me. <laughs> That doesn't happen to me. I wish I had more. That happens to you often. I don't have fuck you written on my head bold enough. I guess not. People, I have, I have just, yeah, just talk to me about anything face. Yeah, I'm here for it. Talk to me about anything. And you've seen it. Yeah. Talk to me about anything face. Uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm I'm quite the opposite. Yeah. Especially, well, actually, not always. But when I feel like I'm being inconvenienced, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. I'm in my car. I'm minding my own business. You know, if, if he wanted to stop and hand me a little pamphlet on my way to the car and it's like, you know, in passing. OK, but you're not knocking on the window. That's crazy. That was crazy. You don't think she, she didn't hear that. Listen, where we go, where that we took go a lot of balls. What? The what you just did? I'm, I'm in. I'm in the zone. Yikes. I'm in the zone. I ain't scared. OK. I ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yes, yes, I am finding out more and more and more that I'm just becoming an old aggravated man. And uh, that that ruined not only ruined my eating time, but sometimes if I get a little bit of extra time, I might take a, you know, an old nigga nap, you know, know, like a little 15 yeah. minute yeah. little meditation. But I can't do it when I'm pumped up. Right. Because yeah, now, I'm just like, cause now if yeah. I close my eyes, I'm just seeing him and I know he's creeping around. So right. now I really, I really don't feel, you know, comfortable. Yeah, especially because you Cause he could just, talk bad about it. Well, his, I, I called yeah. his little pamphlet trash. But it's trash. What, does he really think? What, what, what Obviously he does. That I'm going to show up? Well, he's doing it with, why else would he be doing it? Well, he's trying to buy his way into heaven. That's what okay. it is. Well, or not buy it, but you know, you have to no, yeah, do know. certain services to be a part of the, right. well, I think it's like 144,000 or something like that. If, 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 if I understood that correctly, but. Well trash all right so let's just let's just get right into the main topic which is rule number seven now 
I want to warn you folks, rule number seven, it doesn't really hit too close to home with us. Maybe yeah. our past us, like okay. previous lives, yeah. rule seven right, makes right. sense and could have been a very useful tool, at least for me. I think it could have been a very useful mm -hmm. tool to have had going through a breakup and going through that repair phase or, or even understanding the importance of that repair phase. You don't phase. feel like you did a lot of that so with your last breakup? I I definitely yeah. Uh from I did it but in my way. Okay. I didn't I didn't do it in this conventional way where um they're saying just completely separate yourself, focus on you, don't date, yada yada yada. I still daddy still needed his needs met. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so I did it in a way where my needs were met, but I wasn't overextending myself emotionally. I think that's what they're talking about. Fair don't you think? Uh, Are you? He was saying, "Don't, don't be intimate with anybody." I don't. Think, I didn't take I, anything. I, what? I, I don't think. think there were clear guidelines on right. don't be intimate or not, and we're, we're kind of like jumping yeah, into it without yeah. you know, whatever. We're, we're in it, so we might as well just stay in it. Um, I don't think that there were any solid guidelines as far as rules where don't be intimate and yada 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 but mm -hmm. the way it was outlined and illustrated was make sure that you are focusing on yourself your purpose being comfortable being in solitude not dating right because i think Which, a lot of people could get caught up but you you're not i'm not like built that. like that i'm not so built like that for so, you it worked right so i i on the safe side i think he's saying don't get which makes sense in that because most people can't Could, separate the two. Right, 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 right. So yes, most healthy people can't. It's only, it's only those sociopaths out there that can that can you know. Anyway, um, but but with all that said, and this is the setup we were trying to go with was this chapter focus or this rule focus heavily on um, how to not only properly go about breaking up but how to improve yourself during a breakup how to make sure you don't make the same mistakes yeah what and, to do um, what to all do. those things and yeah. then how to more importantly make sure that whenever you do finally find yourself in the, the right space to get into a new relationship you're going about it the right way now it he did have like little words of encouragement and he was kind of speaking to people that were currently in relationships by saying instead of instead of wanting to leave one another, it's important to want to grow with one another. Mm -hmm. So there was that in there, but mm -hmm. it, it, that was that wasn't the the, the bulk of it. No, from, yeah, from what I I took away from yeah. it. Yeah, which easier said than done. Grow together instead of leave. Right, and I think we've touched on it multiple times on this podcast where in today's age it's so easy to leave without considering growing with one another because everyone has an ego now and everyone's ego is uh large enough to get in the way and be self-destructive both men and women male and female right mm -hmm. it's not like it used to be where the man just had the ego and the bravado and yada, yada, yada. It's it's a two-way street now. Right. Why? Because both people have the potential, if they don't already, to, to self-sustain 
themselves, self-sustain themselves, kind of a, you know, <laughs> overkill there. <laughs> but you, you get what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. So with that, when that is happening, I don't need you. You don't need me. I could do bad by myself. Right. Right. So in times where growth could occur, I think that we've seen and you know, the numbers will show and, and just you just look around and you'll see that people are just so quick to go because there's no need to stick around. Right. I don't need you for anything. You don't need me for anything. And let's just go our separate ways. Boom. And then we go and get into another sloppy relationship. And then that fails. And you go, well, wh wh why yeah, are my relationships failing? Yeah. Well, they're failing because you're, you're, you're both missing something. Mm -hmm. Or one of you, at least, is missing a key component, whether it be you, whether it be them or, you know, a combination of the two. Yeah. Which is then creating this trend. And it's not just that particular person. It's just a trend overall where people are just quick to go as opposed to putting in the work and growing together and things like that. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's not to say that every relationship can grow. I mean, we, we right. should make that very, very clear. Not every relationship is meant to grow and, and be maintained. Some relationships are just accidents. Some relationships are built off the wrong things. Like I've mentioned before, my relationships were built off of sex. That was a huge foundation of those relationships. It mm -hmm. wasn't really built on the character and values, values and, and morals and ethics and, and how yep. I actually bonded with that person yeah. on a deeper level outside of the bedroom right so once that phases once that honeymoon phase is over with then what are you left with you're left with someone that you're just now learning about someone you're just now understanding and trying to keep this thing going after the dopamine wears off after you know the 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 wanting to want that person 24 7 yeah you know so, um, yeah, I think um, th that growth part not only takes and what this book has been heavily focusing on takes self-awareness, right? But it takes a lot of patience and it also takes a lot of understanding on both sides, understanding you and the things that you may or may not have done wrong and understanding your partner and the things that they may or may not have done wrong in order to help elevate And then, the like, you level. have to want that, too. 100%. Right. Both of you. Right. It's not like, oh, I'm with someone because it's what we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. At this moment in my life, I should be here with a partner. I should be thinking about getting married because it's what you're supposed to do. Like, do you really want that? Right. Because if not, then... And Kind of what you're saying and for the right reasons for instance yeah. i found myself letting a relationship go on for too long because there were children involved mm -hmm. and i think there are a lot of people out there that do that especially if you're someone like myself that had the opportunity to grow up with both parents and you still wanted married. to give that to your children exactly yeah. because that's what i know that's mm -hmm. what i understand yeah. people stay together now i without actually going through an experience of having a, se a successful relationship at that time, mm -hmm. right, in that moment, I, I didn't understand that doing that could 
be doing just as much a disservice to the children as it is. Oh, staying for the children, leave. you mean? Staying yeah. for the children. Mm -hmm. Right. Because all that spills over. Right. If you're doing things that isn't genuine to you and you're doing it just for, I guess, just to say you, you, you've done it. Mm -hmm. That bleeds out, yeah, and and that's seen, and that's you know felt, felt, mm -hmm. and and it might not rear its head with them until later on in life, and they're like, right. Damn, they're like, well, oh, that's what a relationship looks like, right? Why am I loving this way? Why am I doing things this way? Why am I operating at this 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 vibration or this level right. of energy? Oh, because this is how I saw love to be, right? This is what relationships look like, to right? Me. Right. Now. I still believe, and this is just me just being hard on just what I believe. I still believe that that still could be a better alternative than seeing two parents that are not together. I think it depends on the people. And and here here's my here's my asterisk: parents that are not together that don't rock with one another. Exactly. Not parents that are not together but still have this this bond in this 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 partnership yeah the understanding that we're going to do this for the kids regardless of where you right. and i stand right. right but if but if it's two people that don't fuck with one another mm -hmm. and then even more extreme you have one person that is trying to uh ruin the relationship between the parent yeah. and the child right then that sets that that's just all terrible that worst case scenario mm -hmm. right but where I was getting at was it's important that when you do decide to grow, if you do decide to stick around and grow, you're doing it for the right reasons as opposed to doing it for the look, doing it for. It's because it's comfortable, it's convenient. Mm -hmm. You like the person, so it's like you don't mind having them around. <laughs> you know, there's right. people like comfort. Right, right. I think especially men. Men don't, men are fine with being comfortable. Right. Well, more so than women. I yeah. Yeah, I I can agree with that. What's happening? The the volumes were were good for whatever reason. We don't sound like we're loud to each other. Okay. Um. But yeah, yeah, I get that. What said. Hey, and it's just the convenience of not hurting someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Not not when. It, Luckily, I, luckily, in both of my major situations, both people were gone. So I never had to deal with the awkwardness of moving out and, you know, do I help? Do I not? You know what I'm saying? Do I, what, you know, what does that look like? Yeah. Do, I, do I just kind of just go work that day in that way? I don't have to <laughs> yeah, be, be around and, you know, uh, <laughs> like, like, like where, where do you stand? What if someone else shows up and that's just awkward? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When... When my marriage ended, like we separated, it wasn't, the divorce wasn't something that happened right away. Mm -hmm. That came like a little bit later. Mm -hmm. So we were very friendly when we separated. Mm -hmm. Like he helped me move, I helped him move. Like we were co-parenting, like doing things together with the kids. Like it was very how I would have expected it to have been forever. Like that's what I would have expected it to be. And then once, I said I wanted a divorce because I guess in his mind, the separation was just that. Mm -hmm. Like there was still this potential of us getting back together. And then when I was, filed for divorce, I was like, no, like if I'm 
if I did all this, like moved out and started a new life, like it's because I knew there was no coming back. Mm -hmm. Then it was like a flip switched. Right. And then it's a completely different human being. Right. Which to your point, I had for years, even after a lot of guilt that not too long ago, I've let go of honestly thinking what you were saying, like, it wasn't like my marriage was this awful thing that mm-hmm. I could have stayed mm-hmm. and it would have been better for everybody. And yeah, I think yeah, yeah. in actuality, if, if you were to hear the other side of yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it could have, except it would have been to my detriment. Like right. that was, it was killing me slowly, but it would have been better for my children. So there, there was this guilt for me. Like, should I have sacrificed myself instead of causing all the suffering that has happened for my kids because I chose to end something and for no like hard reason other than I just didn't love this person anymore. I wasn't happy. I couldn't grow with this person. I didn't see myself wanting to, to be with this person for the rest of my life. It wasn't, it's not what I wanted. So that's why I ended the marriage. And then that came with the shit you were saying. It's like, sometimes I I had thought like, should I have just stayed? It becomes a real me versus you thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's rough. But to your point, like the reasons people stay sometimes could be complicated, especially if, you do have children. Well, and that was certainly something that was more seen in like the older version of the American adult, right? So if you go back a couple, like yeah. last generation from our generation, right? You look at our parents for certainly our parents were the generation that a lot of times they would stick around just to stick around and their parents for sure, well, both both the males and the females, they just stuck it out for the like kids. Like our grandparents, right? right? Like they, you, they died together. Right. Like, even if they couldn't stand each other. Right. Like, it didn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, it wasn't even an op- you don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Like, my my grandmother, my mom's mother, said she never loved my grandfather. <laughs> and she, towards the end, she didn't even like him. Like, and not even, I mean, towards the end, I don't, I think it was much before that. Like, you just, that's what you did. Yeah, you you did. met somebody, they seemed like a good match. You got married, you had kids, and you shut the fuck up. You were doing what humans were supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't happy. You procreate what is happy? and you like, keep it moving. Right. It, I don't even think people considered that. Like, it was, what is happiness? Like, you're just here to be with a partner and have children and be taken care of. Like, But you know what? Ironically enough, we still are asking the same question. What is happiness? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really wonder if people are happier now today than they were before. I, and I know that would be like a hard... In relationship or in general? Or just in general, just how lifestyles work, right? Like, for instance, there'll be someone that would hear that and be like, God, that sounds miserable. But then you look at what people look yeah, like people today are and people are, today. people are miserable. Yeah. Just the same, but just in a different yeah. way. You know, you have you had people on, on the flip side misery where they've held out of relationships and they didn't want to do that. And now they're find themselves in their 30s or 40s or 50s and they're they're single or they can't sustain a serious relationship because of XYZ and now they're I think the difference is you're not I, trapped. Yes, and also like we're in a time of like awakening mm-hmm. where it's just like before personal growth wasn't a thing. Like and absolutely not yourself and right. then abs- not even and even less within relationship. Like now we have this opportunity if you are miserable alone or in partnership you can figure out why and fix it if you want to. Like, you know, this true. is the time true, 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 true. versus before it. 
I don't even think that was a thought. Well, it was all proximity too. So everyone, right. everyone you were rocking with had to be within a certain range. True. Right. Right. Because the, there wasn't the internet where you had the whole world that you yeah, self help books and a therapist and yeah, what is that? Mom groups and support groups. Like right. No. Like right. But it's it's so funny how you know everything about us is just so opposite. Like even my experience with how my marriage ended was the exact opposite of yours so we spoke about divorce because we we got to a point where we just had enough and it wasn't like it sounded like it's yours where you know you all were just happy with one another you I wouldn't all, say happy but you all were decent with one another you just were you just fell out of love like well, it wasn't me. like that when yeah was. me when in, in my previous marriage it was uh it, it wasn't like we were we weren't fighting fighting but we certainly had quite a few disagreements and mm -hmm. we would disagree on Things that really weren't even that big. I mean, it was more morals and ethics type of things. So than it big. Was. Yes. But the situations big, big, weren't but big. But not exactly. So yeah. it was, right, important things, mm -hmm, like foundation, mm -hmm, ground level things, but it wasn't big blowups. Yeah, I got but these it. Were, these were, for me, obviously, deal breakers, right? Right. So we talked about divorce, and I want to say it took time like maybe a month or two that we were living together before after you talked about after divorce? we talked about it <clears throat> and it was this thing that was going to happen and um i can remember saying you know hey just don't skip out in the middle of the day kind of thing you because, like said that yeah yes yes it was something that was said like just don't do that you know like i i know that you want to go right and i know that you know you don't want to live under the same roof because it it it, it, it was awkward it was yeah. it was very uncomfortable because I'm hearing her having her conversations, cackling, talking to her, girl, I can't, you know, da, 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 you know what I'm saying? Just doing all the extra shit. Nothing like you know? a good cackle. You know what I'm saying? Doing all, all that extra shit. And then, and it just, even just being around someone that you're just, you're just done with. I know. It feels I know weird. The feeling. But, yeah. but it was, it's also, hey, but we still have this child together. Right. Like, what do we do? And you're trying to be mature about it. And not for nothing, we had ties that dated back to when we were children. So there was a lot to let like go. History. Like history. Yeah. We had we had a lot a lot of history. And so um I remember don't you know how you, you just feel something in mm -hmm. the air mm -hmm. and you know you know like something You don't know what it coming. is, but yeah. So at this time she she was sleeping up here in in that bedroom. Okay. And I was I was downstairs on the couch or where I I, I can't remember where I was, but I, I we weren't sleeping in the same room. But all the clothes were upstairs. So uh, I remember going into the bedroom and grabbing the the clothes out of the bedroom. And uh, I remember looking over and I knew she was awake, but she was pretending to be asleep kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's like, it's just, this is just all weird, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, it is what it is. At that time, I just um, got licensed for work and um i was working about an hour and a half away from where we live from here and so i was working in lakeland so it was a good commute uh -huh. so she had plenty of time <laughs> to do what she needed to do right yeah. so between working eight hours plus three hours commute yeah you know there and back we're talking 11 hours to get done whatever she needs to get done and um, i remember coming home and it, things were a little bit off and there was some trash in the trash can. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever. And then I came home to just a completely 
empty home. That's so wild. Empty. That's so crazy. Like, there was maybe a couch, maybe a, a TV, but for the most part, everything, everything was gone. And I was like, what in the world? That's so crazy. But in that moment, it was, um, the way I felt was, uh, it was very conflicting. Like, I felt a sense of relief because the Band-Aid just got ripped off. It's <laughs> yeah. gone. Like, yeah. we don't have to worry about none of this extra shit. It's done with. What happened, happened. But then I also felt betrayed. Of course. And I felt, you know, robbed. Yeah, all of it. And then where's my son yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then to make matters worse, went into the bank accounts and she cleared out the joint bank account. Wow. And then it was a quagmire having to stop that from happening i remember calling the banks and i go hey you know this what happened and they were like well and that's when you find out the hard way hey if it's you, joint it's yeah joint. You, you are married so it's just as much her account as your account i was like oh god damn you know true but and I, but i'm trying to tell them but that wasn't you know that was the money i made you know what i'm saying it was like well it's it's which serves yours okay cool 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 but but can we at least stop any more direct deposits coming in because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking okay well I, i'm about to get paid here again like i don't yeah. i don't want this to happen again so you you got what you got cool you know what right I'm saying? but nothing going forward and they were like no we can't stop anything i was like well can i can i close this account and they were like no you can't you you can't and if you close it then you might run into an issue where your direct deposit might just mm -hmm. go you know anywhere in limbo yeah so i tried calling the 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 company that i worked for and i was like can you stop the payment they couldn't stop the payment so they're like, okay fine i'll just watch it and i'll i'll do what i i could do you know in the moment so I get paid midnight, right? Like like anyone else, but it's Thursday because I have USAA instead of Friday. But um, I remember opening up the account and then there was a transaction at like 12.05. Like she was on the ball too. And as soon as my direct deposit hit, she transferred it bam, over. <laughs> took that money too. Like, God, dog. And then, so. But there was no like, phone call no nothing. text like even nothing. after like mm -hmm. fuck it, you like not nothing like, it took a while for me to hear back from her and then when i finally did heard did you try to call her then yeah okay i'm just but, wondering but there was no answer there was no <laughs> no one was answering anything okay and then when i finally got a hold of her um it was it was just it was just weird but at that point you know what, what can you do what can you do I mean, it, it depends who you are. What do you mean? <laughs> like some people could have done a lot of things. Well, you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> I think that just depends on how you handle shit. You know what? The the, the way I looked at it at that moment is, uh, I, I'm going to get my money back. Right. Right. And if if peace costs me that much money, if that was the price of peace, I'll pay that a hundred times over. And what she did was on her. It That's, was on her. She has to the reckoning with that. Mm -hmm. had to do with her not you you know what i'm saying like that right 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 that's on her but and and i guess a good segue would, would be is that following that breakup or that divorce or i guess what was a breakup here because the, the divorce didn't happen until years but it, later i think it would be classified as a divorce was well, the right. end of that relationship the end of that divorce. relationship yeah. would be the divorce right yeah. we were divorced that day but we weren't officially divorced right, until right. what three or four years later mm -hmm. but but you were you were 
done though. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 There was no, there was right. zero chance of coming back. Right. None, none, none. That would that wouldn't even uh, a question. Mm -hmm. But I handled that all the way wrong, <laughs> like all the way wrong. Like everything that this book <laughs> said to do. I did the, the opposite. opposite. You would have thought that I read the book. I was like, <laughs> really this fun. nigga. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do everything the opposite way. So with this relationship, I was clinging on to anything. And then uh, with that, I was emotional because I missed my son. Yeah. And uh, I, I feared that I wouldn't be able to see him. Plus, plus I was dealing with the guilt or the burden of feeling like a failure, mm -hmm. right? Because uh, my ultimate goal in life was to be Mitchell, my father, mm -hmm. you know? Like I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be that dad who's yeah. that awesome guy that you you look up to as a god and he, you know, he he's funny and he's a friend, but at the same time, he's a parent and he's mm -hmm. an enforcer when he needs to be. So it was like this good balanced human being, male, uh, figure that I still have in my life to this day but um losing that opportunity to be that for my son my oldest son was it's such a it felt like such a big failure yeah you see what I'm saying mm -hmm. like even to this day like it feels like it, it the, and you see you see how I respond to things the failure is already it's already occurred to me right yeah so I can't fail again kind of thing but um yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was carrying that, and I certainly didn't have anyone to speak to. And then if I did speak to someone, it wasn't anyone professional. Yeah. You know. Um, now I'm lucky enough where the people that are in my life they're not echo chambers, mm -hmm. and they're not yes men. So the people that I do talk to that are you know that play a, a major role in my life, you know, they'll tell me the things that I've done wrong, and we can have conversations without it it appearing that. They're just on my side and yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right. you go, you, you, this, this, that, that. So I was able to learn from that experience. But as far as uh, finding my purpose and being in solitude and all that, it wasn't that. It was heavy drinking, but for heavy partying. Like I wasn't drinking in on my own and sobbing. I was yeah, out, out getting <laughs> fucked up. I <laughs> yeah. was out chasing pussy having a, yeah. you know what i'm saying like right. anything that i could do to get my mind off of this and then finding myself a, attaching to friends and people that i shouldn't have been right. around like just, just they just were t toxic for me mm -hmm. because it was, I'm, I'm toxic so right. of, course, of course i yeah. i attracted toxic mm -hmm. so yeah that one was um yeah that was a uh Looking back, so something that I could say I've certainly learned from, and I certainly did not repeat that the second time. Right, you know that was that was handled differently. Like I said, Daddy still had his needs. You know, <laughs> I had my itch <laughs> scratched. It. You know what I'm saying? But um, but but I I certainly wasn't. I was more. I would feel like my that wouldn't count so much if that's what it was. You you know you know why that one, and I, and I think that the setup with the with the the second baby mother, the setup with that one was so perfect, because, I, at the time I genuinely cared about that person's well being, and I and to this day I care about her well being, but because she's the the mother of my children, so I don't want her to be fucked up because then. It's going to yeah. create a fucked up environment for them. Right. So I, I, I just say all that to say I don't want 
people to think that I don't care about her well-being now, but, but I do. But at the time, like that, I genuinely cared about this person's well-being. I thought there were things that were going on uh, because she was pre or no, she when we were going through turmoil, yeah. like the initial turmoil, she was pregnant and just having our second son, right? And so I'm thinking there are things that, that she's going through that maybe we need to address in therapy. So I paid for a therapist. I pretty much dragged her to therapy with me. And um, during the conversation with the therapist, it was made very clear to me and the therapist that this person was about self, 100% about self. And whatever their agenda was, it ain't had nothing to do with me. <laughs> so that so that already kind of softened the blow for when it did happen uh -huh. because I got closure, which is something that, that he talked about. Yeah. I got the closure that I needed before she left because it happened right. in therapy. So then when everything, you know, played out the way it played out. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't as it wasn't as much of a shock to my system as it was uh oh yeah. Yeah, you, you saw that. It was almost like whenever you watch a, a, a TV series and then the the first before the first episode, they'll show like a preview of different things. And like you're, you're yeah. waiting for that thing that you saw in a preview that looked dope. And it's like, then that happened. Then it's like, oh, OK, I, I already saw that. Yeah. And then someone that as a professional pulled me aside, like the therapist pulled me aside and was like. Uh -uh. Like he he, wow. he kind of like. All right. Well, she said some things that kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, show me that just in you case you didn't on, pick it up. Right, you all are <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah. Right. And then on top of that, she did a move that made me uh, immediately like go. I I can never, ever be with this person because I can never, ever trust this person. And it was, um, you know, you know how I, I don't think we've said it here before, but. I'm, I'm sure we have. But one of the things that we've preached about to all couples that are together, that have assets, that have children, that are married or whatever, everything should be done in paperwork. And the reason why that's important is because when it comes time or it comes a day where you and that other person are no longer tight with one another, you all no longer love one another and you don't have your best interests at heart. When those legal paperwork, when that when those legal documentations hit and it says you versus that other person's name, it legit becomes you versus mm -hmm. that person and people just and it is it's no attack on her character or, you know, anyone. This is just a natural human thing. Right. We become very competitive and we want to win. And so and that's pretty much what the legal system is anyway. Right. It's you versus whoever. It becomes a sport. It's a game. Who is going to walk away with the biggest piece of the pie? Who's going to walk away feeling like they got the most out of this mm -hmm. and the other person got fucked kind of thing? So we we had some legal things going on because we had children together. And um, I remember getting a piece of paper from her attorney basically outlining her complaints. Okay. And of course, it's their job to make me look like the shittiest person on the planet. Right. Even though at that time I was being pretty reasonable with everything. Spoiler, because I I knew 
like what her rights were and I knew what yeah. she was entitled. So I knew that I didn't really have much dog in a fight because we were not married really when the married, children were born yeah. in per the state of Florida. That's all the mama. Right. So I'm just trying to just get everything legalized that way. Whatever happens moving forward, it, it can now be documented that, you know, I'm doing what I need to do and yada, yada, yada. But even with that, they were still on the attack and the paperwork that I received early on. Yeah, I want to say it probably wasn't even a week after she left. Really? It, 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 it couldn't have been it couldn't have been that long. It couldn't have been. That, I, I don't remember because it was it was quite some time ago, but it didn't take long. Right. And I can remember where I was when I when I read this email, but it was basically saying that a woman was upset that, you know, he he was never around and. All he ever did was stay out the house and yada, yada, yada. And all he wanted to do was work. And it basically just kind of like shit on my character. And I remember it just feeling like, God damn, like I didn't do any of these things that these people are saying. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, the context, I did work a lot, but I worked a lot because she stayed home. Right. So it's <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. it wasn't like I was out working because I'm sitting on a pile of gold and I just don't want to be around these people and right. these people. It was like, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm actually trying to hold it down. Yeah. But then I'm being made out to look like I don't have time for the kids. I don't have time for anybody. I'm a piece of crap. I put my career over my kids and yada, yada, yada. And I remember having to send them like, you know, because you, you would think that you would be infuriated, but I wasn't. I was actually heartbroken because mm -hmm. I'm like, God damn, like you already won. Like, why yeah. you gotta, why you got to shit on me too? So I remember at that moment before I sent my follow up email to get all that addressed because I didn't want that anywhere in legal mm -hmm. documents. Um, I, I was like that that was probably the best thing that could have happened in that moment outside of that therapy session, because I got to see how this person truly operates. And now I know there like there was nothing that not and not that it was on the table. There wasn't an offer on the table for her to come back. I guess it just made the moving on easier for me, or the wondering. Uh -huh, like, uh, yeah, right, yeah. right. I never yeah. in my mind right. would I ever think the one that got away or right. what if or anything right. like that. Never, 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 never. Now, I still to this day have to deal with the, the the sense of feeling that failure that I felt before with my oldest child, because now here I have two boys the boys that remind me of my brother and I, right? Yeah. Close in age, mm -hmm. yada, yada, yada. And it was like your second chance exactly. at getting it, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, even though I'm no Mitchell, she's no Victoria. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, once I started understanding that, and because of that, then that's why that's not possible. Then and that's the foundation, just like you said, it wasn't something that started off um the way that something lasting would have started off it, and all, all the things like right in all actuality i don't know if you could say that you were actually surprised that it ended the way that it did considering how it started no i i think it i think it's safe to say that we both were trying to make something work because we had children together yeah it wasn't because we actually you know truly 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 loved and cared right. for one another we we were two people we had a really good time with one another yeah when we had a good time with one another and then once that expired the only thing that we had left was the the, the children that we shared with one another right and uh, that made it last longer than what it should have so no it's 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 no yeah. surprise no surprise at all 
But um, after sharing those stories, now <laughs> now we can get into what you should do whenever you right. are um, on your way of getting out of a, of, of a relationship and how you should handle it. Again, this is not going to be an actual 100% breakdown of the rule, which we didn't say the rule name. Oh, yeah. What is the rule? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this is just going to be some of the things that, that we thought. Oh, you don't break in a breakup. You don't break in a breakup. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good name. It you don't break. Name. You don't break. You don't break in a breakup. Right, right. Yep. So um, understand why there are disagreements. I think that that is important even while you're still in a relationship to understand why there are disagreements. And a lot of times, once you really understand your partner and where they come from and how they were raised and all those other things that make <laughs> us the unique snowflakes that we are, mm -hmm. I think once you get a good grasp on that, you will start to better understand why you all have disagreements with one another, why you all have misunderstandings, because it's just that yeah. misunderstandings. Yeah. Right. It's right. your perception of something versus my perception of something. And, and there's a reason why. And there's a reason. <laughs> Many reasons, probably. Why, yeah. right? Which is why I think it's a really good tool for anyone that's in a relationship. Even if even if your relationship is fine and, and it's there's no issues, it's always good to to do therapy sessions with one another because that therapist can bring out things that the partner or you might not otherwise bring out in just random conversation and then right. you touch on those things and you go oh, oh mm -hmm. i get it so when this person reacts this way this, this is why, is why yeah. because this is what the world has shown this individual and this is what they know okay so now that we understand that how do we how do we navigate around that how do we make this yeah. misunderstanding more understood kind of thing yeah so uh and then and then make sure that you don't attack the person. Don't don't uh don't try to do this whole uh, uh, I'm I'm gonna make you, you know, not not necessarily pay for what you said, but I I want you to understand that this is what you did wrong. Cause it usually doesn't work that way. Right. And it almost has like authority vibes, like in controlling, like Right. Cause in in, in all of our misunderstandings, like it would have never worked where I've said this is what you did wrong and this is why you, you see what I'm saying? It just doesn't <laughs> work that way. Because at no way. point do you go, you know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now that you mention it. <laughs> even even when we've had a professional. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, nope. Nope. And, and we've both done it. Or or even if we did understand it, we still stood 10 toes yeah. down and we're like, yep. But, and you but, know what? But, I'm not changing <laughs> that aspect of me. <laughs> and that's 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 that. I'm not doing that. Nope. Deal breaker. I'm standing firm on that. Yeah. Wrong, right or wrong. <laughs> no, it's like that sometimes. So um, one other thing that they talked about was the importance of making your breakup. If that is something that you decide to do, make it fast and don't look back. Mm -hmm. Right. Because. It's easy for us to want to fill a void early on, even if it means filling that void with that person that you just broke up with. Right. Because it makes sense to us. We're creatures of habit. We like pattern. We like comfort. No matter no matter what most people say, they like yeah. comfort. 
And like you were saying, a lot of times people stick together for the wrong reasons because they're just comfortable with one another. Mm -hmm. And um, this is someone that they often share things with and, you know, conversations. Yeah. This is the first person you go to if you have advice. Yeah, the routine advice of or, things too. Right, right, right. So when you break up in the art of breaking up fast, just to kind of sum up what this person was saying, or Jay Shetty, Jay, I said Jay like Jay, I know. Like, know yeah, him. my name is Jay, yeah. <laughs> just with, with Jay. <laughs> <laughs> what Jay was saying was um, when you go into the conversation that you should not delay, when you go into the conversation of breaking up, you should hit all your points, but do not allow that individual to talk you out of your reasoning for wanting to break up with them. Yeah. Because if those are your ideas and those are solid, then whatever they say, right. it doesn't matter. Affect it. Yeah. Now, that doesn't always mean that they're trying to manipulate you and they're trying to lie to you and yada, yada, yada. They're just coming from the world of a different perception than you, which has led to all of these misunderstandings. Now, I, the only thing that I wanted to throw in there is that if you all feel like that there is a space to come to an understanding or at least go on the road of understanding, because you don't necessarily want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, mm -hmm. then there is some wiggle room to potentially recover from that. But yeah. I think when he's speaking to people about that are ready to break up, it's because you're 100% ready to break up. Yeah. You're, you There's, know yeah. that this is There's not the no right situation. Back. There's no coming yeah. back. You've tried the things. You even tried therapy, whether it took place or it didn't take place because the other person didn't want to, mm -hmm. or maybe you didn't want to. Yeah. Then whenever you're ready to break up, do it fast. Make sure you exchange all your goods with one another. Any assets you all have split or you all share together, split them. If you don't care about it, let it go. Yeah. And then do not create any excuses to see that person again. Mm -hmm. Now, he did say if you have children together, then obviously you have to, you know, change your, your attitude on that. Because at some point you have to see this person for exchanging a children. But don't let that be an excuse to see your partner. Right. Like, don't let like, obviously, if you see them, you see them and, and it is what it is and be cordial. But don't let that be the opportunity to go. Hey, you know, you're you're looking right. Good it's supposed today. to be about the kids. No, no, no. It's, it's about the, the kids. It's not about the relationship. Yeah. That's over and done with. Yeah. Another thing that he was saying was. Sur surround yourself with people that love and care about you right away. And the reason why you want to do that is because. Our knee-jerk reaction when we break up, again, is to fill a void. Mm -hmm. But it's also to fill that space for love or that dopamine hit for love because it's. It, he was basically saying that uh, uh, you get dopamine hits almost like if you're doing a drug with, with love. And that makes sense. So if you have that taken away from you, you go through withdrawals. And, yeah. you, and then that spirals you down the road of feeling lonely and outcast mm -hmm. and yada, yada, yada. But you're not. You have these people, or you should. Have people and that then you, you might start questioning your decision if you feel like shit, right? Be not, just because you feel like shit from the withdrawals, not because you feel like shit because it was the wrong decision. Right. Not understanding that that's yeah. just a chemical reaction exactly. that's happening in the brain that you have no control over. Same with like any, that's any depression, right? Yeah, a panic attack mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. Like yeah. these things are just things that happen because that's just how we are by design, mm -hmm. right? And it's the people, appropriate feeling for that. Right. moment some people have the willpower to not break through that and then some people you know give into it and that's okay but if you're feeling those things it's important to make sure you surround yourself with 
people that love you and care about you and that you could talk to and you could trust and yada, yada, yada. And, um, and then start going on that road of honing in on your purpose, honing in on your, your solitude and, mm-hmm. and being comfortable with being with yourself and try to go a good amount of time before you decide to date. And he was saying a year. And then he even said that if you wanted to entertain the idea of getting back with this person that you had already broken up with and not just like you're in a house together and you all are just kind of like in limbo, but you you've left the house or, you know, you all are split up and yada, yada, yada. Before you go back into that potentially muddy waters, you give yourself a year. You screw around and have fun for a year. They have fun for a year. Go heal, yada yada yada. And then if if it's supposed to work and it's supposed and it was meant to be, then it will be meant to be. But you're at least giving yourself enough time to let all that shit that's gonna trick you. Mm-hmm. Remember how I used to say like, for guys like our dicks trick us. Mm-hmm. Like we 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 thought we liked you. You know, once that if you give yourself enough time to get all that out your system, and you still want to be with that person, and that person still wants to be with you, then that would be the healthier way to approaching the second chance Makes sense. kind of thing as opposed to jumping back into it because that's a good amount of time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that makes sense and obviously with that resist the urge to have sex with your partner <laughs> right <laughs> just like just in case just to clarify because yeah. there might be people who'll be like well we're just fucking like, yeah. what's yeah. wrong with that and then um resist the urge to make your ex-partner feel bad for the things that they may have done in a relationship in hopes to get an apology and to get closure. Mm -hmm. Like it's important to find closure within yourself. Don't ever expect closure from that person. Don't rely on it. Right. The part of self-healing and the part of uh, being comfortable in your skin and all this other stuff is that you don't need that validation. Right. You find it within yourself. And once you find it within yourself, you don't need it from any, anybody else. That's true. It's almost like that, um, you, you know, when you, you, you hear people that are religious people, they say forgiveness. Like, you know, you got to forgive. You got to forgive. Like, there is something to it. Like, even if that person doesn't apologize, you say, yeah, I forgive you. Even if they're you. not sorry. <laughs> right. Even yeah. if they're not sorry, I forgive you. And that, and that just frees you of this yeah. shit. It ain't about them. Right. Because you might get an I'm sorry that doesn't mean shit. So what's the difference? And now what? <laughs> right. Now what? It, it's, it's, it's just words what's that are coming exactly? out of your mouth and making sounds with your mouth. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. Whatever. It's, it, it, if you can't find it within yourself, you will never be satisfied. Mm-hmm. And then if you're like me, then you'll be lucky enough to have, I keep on wanting to look over there at that camera, but this is a one camera shoot today. But if you're lucky... You're in a situation like myself where you get set up in the right way to where finding closure becomes a hell of a lot easier because certain things took place that kind of help jumpstart that. Um, but if not, then there's always someone you could talk to, you know. Right. Help you get that. So, did you struggle with finding closure? I feel like I had closure before. When I said I knew I wanted to not you be were, with this yeah, person, I was already, already. Yeah, you were already. Yeah, I was already 100% done. percent closed. Yeah. And to have done that big of a change, I knew for because sure there was, was a lot no of coming stink. back. Right. So well, you and had I to had, weigh a lot. Well, and I had been 
realistically, it was like at least two years where I already knew that I was done. It was just a matter of like really <laughs> like trying all the things uh, for me personally, not even like I wasn't even therapy or things with this other person. I was just like, how mm. can I navigate this or try to navigate it within myself to try to make it work? Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. But I knew years before that it was over for me. So gotcha. I, I didn't need that closure afterwards. I'm just done. Gotcha. How yeah. long do you think it took before he got closure? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. All right. So one more thing that, that I want to throw at you all, which I thought was pretty important. And um, I think this is just a good thing to do in order to help you better learn instead of lose don't you know how they say like you win or you learn instead of win or you lose and mm -hmm. yada 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 is um during that time of solitude during that time of soul searching or whatever you want to call it one thing that you could do in order to help pre better prepare you for your next relationship that should be your successful relationship if you read this book and you, you follow do things with right this book yeah. is saying you do things right is you want to take the time to write down the things that went well in your relationship, your previous relationship, write down the things that went wrong in a relationship and write down what you have learned from both of those things. Mm -hmm. And um, I didn't do it exactly that way, but something like a variation of that for sure. Well, you know, my analytical brain. So not so much, not so much, the, not so much my marriage because I, I just, wasn't at the age and a maturity level to really do those things mm -hmm. i mean later later on i i i guess my only takeaway would have been um the one thing that we both did wrong was and i and i guess i kind of did this wrong in my in my next relationship so i i guess i didn't learn until later on was uh i was very impulsive with making a relationship serious mm -hmm. a little bit too impulsive i should have been a little bit more strategic should have thought things through as opposed to just operating off of uh, the the euphoria or the infatuation or, you know, being love blind at the time or whatever you want to call it. So uh, that was one thing that I, I took away from both of those experiences overall. But from the second experience, the one thing that I that I took away major was. Don't. Don't devalue who you are in order to elevate or value the other person. So one of the things that I did was um, early on and early on in a relationship, I was myself, you know, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the man, you know what I'm saying? I'm me. If you want to go, go, you see what I'm saying? Like that kind of mentality. Like I wasn't bending, folding for nobody. You know what I'm saying? Not that I was this asshole or anything like that, but if you didn't like me, I didn't. What the, like, okay, cool. Like, you don't like me, it's, it is what it is kind of thing. But then once the stakes got higher, once there was a child that was involved and things were getting rocky, I wanted to make the relationship work so bad that I suppressed who I was in order to, I guess you say, be nicer kind of thing. And I was biting my tongue more and I was becoming like a puppy kind of thing. And that then devalued me because I'm pretty sure at some point she lost respect for the man that I was 
because now here I am validating this human being, even when they were doing clearly the wrong thing. Yeah. And I was pumping up their value, which then changed the power dynamic in a relationship. And I think something happens in relationships when males that had the power, right? When they lose that power, there's no getting that power back. And when you say power, what do you mean? When I say power, I'm not speaking in terms of like, I'm this dictator and yeah. my way or the highway or things like that. When I speak of power, I'm speaking of like I was the alpha in a relationship, mm -hmm. in the relationship early on. And I maintained my alpha status by being that quote unquote alpha male. Like I ain't fucking begging for no bitch. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go, <laughs> go. That's not, I mean, I see what you're saying. But, 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 but only when you act up. It wasn't like I was like that. Like I was a nice guy, but if you acted up and then. <laughs> All right, f f you want to act goofy, goof, be a goof, nigga, go. You know what I'm saying, kind of thing, <laughs> right? But but at some point in a relationship, I lost that alpha role, 100. In the second one, I lost it trying to be more soft because that maybe I was a little bit too aggressive, and I was trying to do what I needed to do to be nice in order to keep the peace and yada yada yada. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But when I let her steer the steer the ship, she drove she fucking ran into an iceberg <laughs> with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I try to get the wheel back, like it's bitch, I got late. the wheel. Give, yeah. give me the wheel. No. Give me the wheel. It's like no motherfucker, you ain't got the wheel. If you had the wheel, I went out the wheel. And, uh, uh -huh. There's there's no getting that no. back. Yeah. There's no getting that back. It was it was made very clear. Yeah. Who <laughs> mm -hmm. who was doing it? And it was it was as easy as. Just pulling a hole, you know, oh, I don't know why, you know, uh, I'm feeling, you know, kind of thing. And then, then I would just bitch up and I'd be like, okay, well, what do we need to do? You know, kind of thing. If that makes sense. Maybe a little bit. Basically, what I, what I was getting at is I was acting out of I character. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. being myself. And, yeah. and what got her, like the, the guy I was, I should have maintained that. Now, not to say that if I think I would have done it, I would have kept the relationship. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is, is that I I would never change or alter who I am to make someone else happy because it it ultimately did something to me. And and I think that, you know, women can smell that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like a dog can smell fear. I think women can smell bitch nigga. <laughs> you know? And I was smelling real bitchified because I was I I was doing something that that wasn't me right and I it was it. affecting me all around because i'm having to hold things in and i'm having to and you know, keep the it peace it didn't matter at the end of the oh, day oh watch this right? watch this being disrespected by you know her family because i didn't you know i didn't want to i didn't want to yeah. shake the globe up you know what i'm saying and i'm just eating things instead of being like what the fuck you know what i'm saying kind of yeah which you know i right. don't know maybe 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 if i if i sit with it a little bit more because I know how I feel, but I'm having a hard time articulating it yeah. without saying, you know, what I said, which sounds real ignorant. But I'm telling you, that's that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't bend or fold for nobody. Be you be true to you, because because even if. Even if it only fucks with you. People, people could feel that. 
I'm okay with what you're saying. As long as who you are, I guess, isn't like a toxic individual. I wasn't toxic. No, I'm not saying you were. But I think the problem with people saying, be you no matter what and do oh, you and stand yeah, on yeah, your yeah, all yeah. 10 toes down. Fuck what no, I mean. No, no. no, like I think that's not the best statement for all. Okay, 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 okay. So I think that yeah, could yeah. go a little bit like misunderstood. Or, or maybe it could be a good statement if, if this, if this, if that's what got you the person, then maybe it's important for you to be that. I guess if with an asterisk, think that that's a great relationship that you're in, and not everything yeah, yeah, looks yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, there it is. But then to your point, like, I don't know. You know the type of person I am. You know that. You know what? 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 Are you breathing about? No, that I'm saying like that makes it seem like you're saying that if you would have stayed that man, that everything would have been fine. No, 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 no. I no. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I, I, I said that. I said that. I don't think that. No, that's the case. I know, I know, I know. But, but I think it could come across that way. To your point, when I was like, "Well, I'm getting confused now." About no, there were a lot of other factors that were no, involved. No, no, I'm not talking. Yes. Yes. Right, right. I'm not saying that, but but what I'm saying is that that I think played a part in it because, at, or at least that's just how I felt about it. And yeah. That's what I took away from. Yeah. And at no point would I ever sacrifice who I am or what I want to say or how or it just the things that are me, my morals, ethics, values. I sacrificed those things in order to keep the peace. I walked on eggshells to keep the peace. And again, you know how I am. I'm not an unfair person. I don't just. Yeah, I don't just fly off and I don't, you know, do crazy shit or say crazy shit unless I'm, you know, you know from what you say. But you, but you know what crazy shit I'm talking about. <laughs> but imagine, imagine if, imagine if you started doing something and I started going, you know, well, you know, maybe we, you'd be like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? Maybe not. Man, whatever. <laughs> you, no, I think the important thing is that even though you changed who you were. It still didn't matter. So, you know what I'm saying? It didn't it, matter. No, no, no. It all went to hell anyway. And it took something from me. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It right. more, more took something away from me right. than I think it did her. But what I'm saying is, is that I think with it taking something from me and me feeling that, that was, that was, uh, 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 smelled or, or she peeped that and, yeah. and, and saw that like, oh, this thing is really, you know. He's folding under pressure, mm -hmm. kind of thing, and it was already done. But no, I see. What you're I think saying. that 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 could have been, but who knows? Well, right. but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you get what I'm saying. You get what I'm saying, right, people? God damn. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. All right, mm -hmm. cool. You ready to get out of here? Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to add? I don't think to that? so. Okay. Is there anything that, that you learned from yours that you wanted to share that we could I possibly think I shared? You know, shit on what? What do you mean? That you learned. Learned learn from what? Your previous relationship. I learned a lot of things. And I think I, I say I talk about them often. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I mean, well, I guess to what you were saying, as far as like changing who you are, I did a lot of that too, to try to make it work. And that's what I meant when I said like, I felt like staying in that relationship was slowly killing me. You know what I mean? Because mm. I was having to play this role of someone who wasn't me in order to try to make things work for the better of everybody else. And I think that's when you have to stop and question, like, am I doing the right thing for the right reasons? Because right. sometimes it might seem like the right thing to do, but I think 
if it's going to take from who you are, it might not be. But then you have to be okay with what's going to come of all of that because it might not be very pretty. There you go. You know. There you go. Yeah. All right, people. Until next time, we love you. Peace. Bye-bye, bye